Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening in with us today on our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our podcasts are brought to you by the Military Child Education Coalition, whose work is focused on ensuring quality educational opportunities for all military-connected children affected by mobility, family separation, deployments, and transition. Here at the MSEC, we want to ensure that every military child is college, workforce, and life-ready. In our podcast, we will share your stories as we talk to military service members, professionals, parents, and military kids. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. So we want to thank HEV for making today's podcast possible. HEV makes it a priority to get involved and make a difference in the lives of friends and neighbors. HEB Operation Appreciation is a company-wide campaign created to honor the brave men and women of the U.S. Armed Forces, men and women who are HEB partners and customers, friends, and family. Operation Appreciation partners with organizations like us, the Military Child Education Coalition that supports U.S. troops and their families. In contributing time, talent, and financial support, HEB recognizes and appreciates the dedication and sacrifices service members make on behalf of the nation. So for our listeners in Texas, check out one of your neighborhood HEB grocery stores. And HEB, thank you for sponsoring this podcast for the sake of the child. Hi, I'm Deborah Longley, and I'm the Student Program Manager for Military Child Education Coalition. And I am here with Emily, and she would like to tell you a little bit about herself. Emily? Hi, I'm Emily. I live in Germany, although I am an American citizen, and I attend high school as a junior. Very good, Emily. It's nice to have you with me here this afternoon. Tell me a little bit about yourself and your parents right now. My dad is active Air Force, and my mom is retired Air Force. By the time I graduate high school, I would have lived half of my life in Germany, and also the South. other half of my life is in the South. Tell me, what has been your favorite part about being a military child? I love how it just opens me up to explore anything. There's also like the aspect of like you live somewhere else, but at the same time, you know, I experience German culture. I see how they, how their government works. I see how the people, how the social is, their food. I just love being part of their culture and then traveling around, going to Italy and France and seeing their culture and seeing what works in their systems. So do you have an experience that's really stood out to you? I think I've kind of just gotten used to being a military child. It's kind of a stable thing for me. You know, every four years we move. Uh, My dad usually goes on deployment. Within a year we move. And sometimes it's kind of hard to not be sad about it, but like you kind of get used to it. And I remember in eighth grade, we had Month of the Military Child and we had Purple Up Day. And I loved Purple Up Day because you got to wear purple. And my dad actually came back from deployment and surprised us one time when he was wearing a purple shirt. So I always wear that shirt. And that day is like a day of pride for me, especially when I was at the school where it was very small, there's not not much of a military community. And so I I just love that day. But then I remember there was a girl really upset because her dad was deployed, you know, and this was like a sad day for her. Whereas for me, it was like, eh, I'm proud. And I remember I I comforted her and this and that. And we actually started a deployment buddies club for our school. Hear that. So you took a situation that was positive for you and sad for somebody else and made it into a better situation for her. It really shows a lot of empathy. I love that. Tell me about some of your educational challenges that you faced. It is so hard. Schools are so different. I, like I said before, I came from a smaller school. There wasn't many APs. 
my old school was very much, you know, for history, it's either you take your freshman year AP human geography or you take global studies. And um, when I moved over here, I, we tried to situate it where I moved right at the end of the first quarter. So I just got my report card for first quarter at this school. When we moved over here, I was halfway into the second quarter. And not only do I have to do four, four weeks of work, but not all my classes were properly lined up, you know? My algebra class was actually accelerated rate over here. So I was a quarter and a half uh, behind, even though we're only a quarter half in. And uh, I really struggled, but I still managed to, you know, talk to my teachers and maintain my grades. So what did you do to overcome that? I usually, I, I talked to my teachers a lot and I, you know, I was very upfront that I'm struggling. Please have, you know, most of them are very considerate and understanding that I'm studying while on uh, temporary furniture or while there's movers moving around my house. And they're very comforting for that and understanding. I've also known that you've been in S2S for a little while. Tell me about your experience in transitioning with S2S versus without S2S. My first move, I was born in San Antonio, then I moved to Germany and I was in kindergarten. And I loved moving because it was a day all about me. You know, the whole class, my mom came in, she read my favorite book. They all got to know what it's like for me. And I was excited to move again to Virginia because I was like, it's going to be, all, you know, it's going to be a day to meet everybody and the grandkids to know me. And that's not what happened. It was a day I just had their field trip the day before. So I was bummed because I missed the field trip. And they kind of just pointed to somebody in the classroom. They're like, you, you have her, you know, like, hope you know what to do. And I was in fourth grade at the time. And I was just very confused as to why there wasn't a better program. I, it was the same thing with deployment buddies. It was just over here. It's just so much more enjoyable. Deployment buddies for me was always so much fun. I was in it for probably a year because my parents deployed a lot, but it was enjoyable. It was time to eat ice cream. Whereas over in Virginia, we had one kid that was deployed and he was in kindergarten when I was in the fifth grade. And it was just such a sad thing. I like how over here, it's always, always a fun thing. They like make it a celebration rather than a devastation. When I moved back, I was very excited about the SOS program. It didn't go the exact way I hoped, but that's actually why I'm participating in it that way everybody that moves here has a better experience than I did. That's incredible. I also know something about you that has really stood out, and that is you wanted to be part of um, Francis Hesselbein. And I know you didn't get in the first time, mm -hmm. but you've continued to apply. Tell me what keeps you going and motivated to strive to always do your best and to achieve your goals. So the first time I was a little upset that I didn't make it, but I... I know what it's like to move and I know what it's like to not have an SOS program and I know what it's like to have an SOS program and not have it be what you want. So I just know at the end of the day, I just got to keep moving that way. At least one person can move a little bit more smoothly. I love your answer. Has it turned out everything you expected it to be? This Francis Hesselbein? I really enjoyed it. I thought I was kind of nervous about it, but I actually really enjoyed it. I like how conversational it is while actually being educational and I'm very excited to go implement these things. We didn't have Francis Hesselbein this year exactly like we normally do, did we? No, we did not. So this year it's been all online um, because of the COVID virus, but you've really stepped up and we're going to be able to take you in the fall again. So I really look forward to you see, for you to have the opportunity to see both sides of the Hesselbein and how it looks different. I also know that you have been really engaging in these conversations and that you have 
really talked about your goals for your HESPLINE program. So tell me what your goal is from your SGS programs. We actually just did a whole activity on it and I have a huge paragraph. But in general, our, my goal is to gain more genuine membership and get students because we have a lot of numbers, but I want to see more active participation within our club. And what leadership skill will you be using in that? I think the main one is that from the beginning, I'd like to use more idealized influence and make it clear in the beginning that, hey, thank you so much for coming to this meeting. But at the end of the day, please know that you're here because you should be here because you are helping someone move, not because this looks good on college application. There's other clubs for that. This is here because you want to take time out of your day to go help somebody and make sure that their day goes a little better. Do you have a transition story where you help somebody? Yeah, well, actually a lot of my best friends had S2Ss that just didn't do that well. My best friend, Caitlin, she had an S2S and she was very sweet, but she was very, uh, she was a part of like a niche group that only liked a certain type of music. And that's all they really talked about. And I was also part of this group because I just moved and I'm trying to figure out where I belong, you know. Mm -hmm. I remember just being like, hey, I understand you. Let's just, you know, let's go. We just ate lunch alone us two for like the rest of the school year and now we're like best friends because it's like oh my god do you remember when we would just sit there and you know because we were so scared of eating alone sometimes mm -hmm. but I'm glad that we like found each other you know we like we're best friends very good very good well do you have anything else you want to say about S2S and um, Francis Hesselbein or um, about being a military child that you could add to their listeners out there? Oh, I'm just so grateful to be attending this. It's very eye-opening. Um, I never thought I was a perfect leader, but there's a lot of things that I'm so grateful that uh, I'm aware of now because I cannot wait to go implement it and change not only S2S, but like, you know, my environment, the club and help my community and my school. Very good. Well, thank you very much. And thank you. Um... I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast for the sake of the child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org. Like the MSEC on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact our military-connected kids.